Baskin Robbins always finds out. That's how winning is done. Are you not entertained? You know, a lot of people go to college for seven years. I know. They're called doctors. Hey, Todd. What's up, Boyd? I think I found what we're going to do, man. Don't keep it a secret. Tell all of us. We're going to talk about what we love. Movies. Yes. I'm your host, Boyd. And I'm your co-host, Todd. Let's call it good catch-up. Welcome back to another episode of Good Catch-Up. Hope you guys all had a good Thanksgiving break. But this week, you're in for a treat. Because we're bringing you a new movie. Wait for it. You guys probably already know. But it's Free Guy. The good old Ryan Reynolds movie. And we're going to have Todd take it away with the plot. Way to destroy all that suspense, Boyd. Now they all know it's Free Guy. (laughs) Free Guy. Okay, Free Guy. So here's a little introduction to Free Guy. Okay, now we are entering a virtual world here where we go in and out of a video game called Free City, where we have active players or heroes in the vernacular of Ryan Reynolds. These heroes fly around creating havoc and destroying the city. And the more havoc you create, the more money you get to buy equipment and supplies and the more you level up, just like in many of the games out there. Now, these heroes have glasses. Now, the glasses, uh, the heroes see through them and they can look through them. Are the glasses for style? Uh, Do they they just look look cool? They They, they look good. Uh, (laughs) But no, there's a a reason for these glasses. These are the glasses that the players see through to get the specs of the games, where they get their loots, where they get their levels, all that fun stuff in the game. Does that answer your question, Boyd? It does. Thank you. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Don't tell me the truth. <laughs> Already knew. Already knew. <laughs> now you have characters without sunglasses. These are the NPCs or non-player characters who go about their day-to-day activities exactly the same and they're the same character based off of algorithms of the game. These innocent little predetermined characters have to follow the creator's plan in all the video games, right? Um, however, one NPC was coded to have an external trigger in Free City. And this external tri- trigger from an outside source, uh, this NPC, you have Enter Guy. Played by Ryan Reynolds. And yes, this NPC's name is Guy. Now, Clever. This, <laughs> I know, right? And his best friend's name is Buddy. <laughs> wow, I love it. It helps us remember, though. Simplicity is sometimes best. I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> this trigger allows this NPC to start having artificial intelligence within the game where he can adapt, grow, and think outside of his normal algorithms. Uh, So there's a little background behind the movie. Um, So now let's get into the plot of the movie. Um, We have 
two young up-and-comer video game creators. The first one's name is Keys. The second one's name is Millie. Keys is played by Joe Keery, known for his role in Steve as Stranger Things. Now, I personally did join the Stranger Things roller coaster and am really enjoying the ride. Yeah, honestly, Stranger Things, I'm just excited for season four. It's got me hooked. Yeah, yeah, and it, it'll give Joe Keery a different insight on yeah. his acting because he's an, he's an up-and-comer. Like He wasn't huge before, before Stranger Things. I really didn't hear from him much, but he did a great job in Stranger Things. I think he did a fabulous job in his role in uh, Free Guy, and I can't wait for other movies he comes out with because I think he's just going to get better and better. Same. Now, and then there's Millie, played by Jodie Comer. They were on the verge of creating a game that was supposed to reinvent, revolutionize video games where NPCs, again, non-player characters, would have the ability to grow within the game and have a, so say, artificial intelligence to grow and adapt within the system. And these players from outside could enjoy them and watch them as they, what do you say, like expand. Now, here's where the movie begins. We have the evil villain, Antoine, played by Taika Waititi. He is the man. Taika, I think he's unreal. I would love, love to sit down with him and just pick his brain. Because when it comes to writing, directing, acting, I think he's on the top of the list. Like I have profound respect for uh, Taika. He really is. He does a great job in directing his movies and his uh, humor is really unique, I think, in a lot of his movies. Right. And it comes to showing them. Like, he directed two of the Thor movies. Now, I think Thor's, out of all those Avengers, is probably one of the funnier individual movies. And it's because he directed it, I feel like. He had those, those lines that he put in there that the characters could play off of. I bet you he played a big part in that. He played Hitler on Jojo Rabbit. If you haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, go watch it. It's actually a really good movie. Uh, one of my wife's favorite shows and mine that we used to we always watch together, Flight of the Concords. He wrote four of the episodes of Flight of the Concords, and he has a new show called Reservation Dogs, which received drumroll <laughs> once again. <laughs> 100% on Rotten Tomatoes oh my as of now. Gosh. Yeah, wow. it could change. Ro- Reservation Dogs, huh? Yeah. I, I, got, I haven't seen that yet, but now I want to. I'm going to go watch that. You know what? Yeah, I, I haven't seen it yet either. Those who have seen it, comment. Let us know how it is. I expect big things. I'm going to have to start watching it. I'm, it's, it's almost a must for me. It's a must. It's going to happen. Antoine, he's the owner of a video company called Tsunami, where he created the game Free City. Now, Free City came when Antoine stole Keys and Millie's concept and codes and turned it into his own game. Now, Free City, how would you compare the game? I'd say it's something similar to... Uh, I don't know. Boyd, you're more the gamer here. What would you compare it to? 
so free city i'd compare it to just off the top of my head i would compare it to grand theft auto just in the way the game portrayed it okay, um, yeah i haven't played grand theft auto since probably sophomore year of high school what what's yeah, the similarities long, there it's come a long way for sure grand theft auto is a really fun game but this game um in free city you see like you know cars you see robbing you see violence you see um just out av- different avatars um, all the different types of stuff that you see on Grand Theft Auto. So I'd say it's it's mostly compared to Grand Theft Auto. Um, like so, you level up in Grand Theft Auto and all that stuff. Yeah, you level up, comes become stronger, get more cars, you get more weapons, you get more styles and suits um, with your avatar, different stuff like that. So definitely comparable to Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, you explaining Grand Theft Auto, that just that kind of makes me think of free city too. So that that's, that's a good depiction of it. Yeah. After Antoine stole keys in Millie's concept and turned it into free city keys gave up and decided to forego his dream and just work for the man who took his idea. So he's a programmer for tsunami working on free city and Millie on the other hand, She's the dog of this group. She, she's fighting back and was working her way into the game to see if there's a way to prove Antoine was using their coding. So really, there's two stories in this movie. One, you have Millie who goes into the game to find all these secrets. Now, her, her name in the, in the game is Molotov Girl. And then two... You have this NPC who was created to start advancing with artificial intelligence once this external factor entered his life. Uh, And then that guy's name is Guy. Now, Boyd, how funny would you say Ryan Reynolds is on a scale of 1 to 10 playing Guy? In this movie, I love Ryan Reynolds as an actor, so it's hard for me to even say he has a low score in any movie but just the way he played this movie um his woodiness his one-liners he has about a thousand one-liners in this movie so <laughs> it's true it's hard to pick out one quote that's even your favorite just because it's so witty um but i would have to say uh he did a solid job on this i'd give him a 10 because and i think most people would agree with me that's a that's a high score that's a hundred percent but he was hilarious what would you say? What would you say? <laughs> yeah, a 10. There, it's unreal how funny he was in this movie. I felt, I thought it was hilarious. Good. And I they, just I laugh every time I think about it. Yeah, and you can imagine Ryan Reynolds in this movie when they're um, when they're directing it and stuff like that. How Ryan Reynolds is so witty as a person. He doesn't <laughs> even need lines. He just kind of goes with the role. And... Uh, he just makes up stuff on the spot, which is super awesome. And I think is very talented, um, to be able to do that. So, um, also another few things I wanted to add to your plot when Millie and keys were creating the artificial intelligence and they had this external factor that could potentially, that they were hoping was, uh, an algorithm created to create artificial intelligence. Um, it was guy who kind of, um, made the personality traits and characteristics to trigger that external factor of the uh, 
artificial intelligence that was Guy was made from the personality of Millie. So, I mean, Keys was a little bit of a romantic, wasn't he? Yeah, so you're so you're saying that Guy's external factor was Millie's personality. Yeah, so when in the movie, um, Guy's external factor was triggered. And it wasn't just tr- triggered randomly. It was triggered by an algorithm that was put in there by Keys. And it was Millie. It was Mer- Millie's personality. So Yeah, because uh, like once the first time he saw her, like he saw her a couple times. But one time that he saw her, it kind of clicked with him. And he started staring at her. And he was, everything he was changed once he saw her and realized that, that was her. Yeah. And that was... Uh, the start of the artificial intelligence. They didn't know it at that time, but Guy was on a different loophole than the rest of the algorithms and NPCs. Another thing I wanted to say was uh, in this situation with Antoine stealing their game um, and their algorithm, and you said earlier that Keys kind of gave into it and Millie was kind of fighting back. And right... And the reason why Millie is kind of fighting back and like in the game is she's in a lawsuit against Antoine and just needs some evidence to prove that their algorithm that they made is in the game still and they're using it. But he just somehow Antoine hit it in the game. So Millie's in there trying to find this uh, secret hidden thing that Antoine has in the game. Antoine's sneaky. Yeah, he's a sneaky guy. Um, And then also at the end when Antoine is, you know, is founded out. It's funny because Antoine steals this idea and creates this free city. And uh, before he's found out to the public and to the world, he's Antoine's willing to destroy everything. He's willing willing to destroy free city, the algorithm, the artificial intelligence that was created um and he's willing to destroy it all to save his reputation so that shows you a little bit who antoine is yeah and he did have a sequel coming out and once that sequel to the game came out the first game was going to be completely destroyed like non-existent all those npcs were no more and that's what they're fighting to save yeah so this game has a lot of twists and turns, or this movie has a lot of twists and turns about who's good, who's bad, what's happening. Like uh, it's a it's a fun it's a fun movie, and it takes you on a roller coaster. It, it does. It's hard to explain 100 percent to get the total idea about the movie. So those who haven't seen it, hopefully we gave you a good background. So when you do watch it, you'll understand what's going on. But enjoy the ride because. <laughs> You'll laugh. I promise you, no matter what sense of humor you have, you will laugh throughout the movie. I think I watched it in theaters in the first week it came out in theaters. I think I watched it three times in the theaters. Yeah, I did too. I did too. I went with my wife on a date and then I went with my kids and they were cracking the whole entire time. They probably didn't understand half the jokes, but they were still cracking up. That's another awesome thing about this movie is you can take your kids to it. And it's, I mean, there's some humor that's questionable, I guess, for children, but in most parts, pretty good movie. 
yeah, compared to most movies out there, it's it's a it's a good clean movie for the most part. There's a couple words and stuff I wish didn't. There's some swear words and stuff I wish didn't have to be portrayed in it, but that's all right. It's a movie. Can't expect a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I do. I expect a hundred percent every time. <laughs> I want my eight year old to watch this without having to hear a swear word. You know. But I also <laughs> want it to be just the best plot I've ever seen. So, good luck. Ever. Give good and take. Disney. Good luck. That's right. DreamWorks, Sony, whatever company you are. All right. You ready for the box office? <laughs> oh, am I ever. All right. All right. Budget. You ready? The budget for this. Okay. I just want you to guess. I want you to guess right now. How, how much do you think it costs to make this movie? Oh, man. There's a lot just that went guess. into it. There's a um, lot that went into it. Two hundred million? Kind of close. I mean, hundred and twenty million. Okay. He's a ton of money, but you know, I would guess upwards of two hundred million too. But hundred and twenty million was the budget. So the box office, we're gonna do domestic, international, and then just both of them, so worldwide. So in domestic in the United States, a hundred and twenty-two million. Okay box office international 210 million ah yes that's that's interesting to me right well you gotta think about like all those countries out there that love video games i know i mean the entire world loves video games but it's just crazy how um it doubled but i guess it's the entire world compared to the united states so i guess that kind of makes sense it is but, interesting, uh, though. Yeah, so the worldwide was three hundred and thirty-two million. All right, in the box that's, office, that's freaking awesome. So they made and it's two... it's still a newer movie too. So you're yeah, like you still see it in theaters some places. Yeah, some places. So the gain on it currently right now is two hundred and twelve million dollars that they've made over budget. You know, you know, I'll take two percent of that. No big I'll deal. Take I'll take half a percent. Call it <laughs> <kid>. <laughs> you're welcome for doing this podcast, I guess. Yeah, Ryan, just if you if you listen to me, just I'll take your cut. No big deal. No, well biggie. done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, eighty percent. You know what? That's that's not bad compared to several other ones we've done, and how many different? Because usually comedies, I feel. Don't do as well on Rotten Tomato, and eighty percent's a—that's a actually a good score for a comedy movie. Yeah, it is. I thought. I mean, what do you think made it go to an eighty percent? You think it was Ryan Reynolds' acting? Yeah, guy. It, it was a deeper plot to it. A lot of these comedy movies are just vague. There's no deepness to the movie. It's just there. This actually had a good plot, a good storyline to it. I feel maybe that's what it is. Yeah. And I would agree. I mean, it's still low for me, but 80% Rotten Tomatoes is pretty good for a comedy. We'll take what we can get, Boyd. We take what we can get. I agree. Yep. All right. We can only change I... them 1% at a time. We'll change them <laughs> 1% at a time, Boyd. Just We just have to work on little things, and soon they'll become big things, right? That's right. All right. IMDB is 7.2. Okay. It's surprising but a little bit less yeah it'd be interesting to know like the critics views on rotten tomatoes versus imdb and like if rotten tomatoes looks for 
like acting more than they do like cinematography and stuff like that or I wonder what their big triggers and their the main factors of their grading is. Yeah, that's a good question. That'd take forever to research though. Oof. Seriously. I just like to play a movie and enjoy it. You know, look for the good. So that's what I Yeah, do. that's right. Yeah, I'm with you. Makes you enjoy most movies. So So the audience score on this was ninety four percent. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's right. In the ballpark. Yeah. That's wow, that's would... actually really good. Yeah. So wow. Most people, who, most people who watch this really enjoyed it. So why are we critiquing this movie? Why are we doing a podcast on this movie? Because it was that good. Because we loved it, and you did too. <laughs> we know it. So we just want to talk about it with you guys. Oh my goodness, that's a good score. Ninety four percent. That's great. Audience, audience agreed with us. They're like, I'm proud of them. I remember walking out of the theaters when I watched it and I just had a, the biggest smile on my face. I, like, <laughs> I did too. <laughs> that was a great movie. Let's go watch it again. Okay. Okay. And then over the past week, I've been watching it over and over. You can ask my wife. She's probably going crazy of me watching it every single night. But I've probably watched it five times in the last week. And you and she's still looking over me with like weird eyes because I'm still over there cracking up at some phrases and stuff the fifth time in a week (laughs) that's that's impressive that is impressive oh for sure all right what kind of facts you got for us oh man there's there's some random facts here okay let's do the best random fact first just to get your suspense out you know just all right all right we got it okay due to its massive success disney disney is dying to put out a sequel which is oh great gosh. news for all of us. That's oh, great news. That okay. is the best news I so, have heard all day. Don't get too excited. There is no official announcement yet. Oh. But honestly, there's there's rumors floating me. out there that it could happen. Okay. Well, I hope so. Yes. You're, you're treating me like the dog on that YouTube video. So, <laughs> I, so I have this bacon. And I just drizzled grease all over it. Yeah? <laughs> then I... Then I ate it. Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> That's what you just did to me right there. <laughs> oh, you're, I remember that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> you're kidding me. Oh, man. Okay. Number two, Free Guy originally was being produced by 20th Century Fox, but the work was halted due to Disney acquiring the rights to a large portion of 20th Century Fox. Now, could you imagine all the spinoffs that wouldn't have taken place without Disney's rights? Like you have the whole canned, you have Captain America, you have a lightsaber. Oh, that was incredible. Oh, too yeah, good. Was, when that happened, it's just... Everyone in the theater was like, oh, no way. <laughs> I was. Yeah, me too. I got uh, pumped. Yeah, and it was kind of cool because... <laughs> seriously. Now, Ryan Reynolds had to ask for permission. And they're like, you know what? Let's ask him for all these things. Like, we can use like a whole can, uh, Captain America shield, you know, lightsaber. So they sent it off to Disney. And Disney replied back and said, yes, you have my permission. And then they wrote back and said, on which ones? They're like, by golly, just use all of them. They're like, done. 
Now, Captain America. I mentioned that he was in this. Evans, Chris Evans, actually makes his way onto the film. And it took less than 10 minutes to do that scene. Because Chris <laughs> Evans was in town filming another movie. And Ryan Reynolds found out, called him up. And, you know, using the Ryan Reynolds charm, uh, Chris Evans actually agreed to. He said, if we can get this done in less than 10 minutes, I'll be there. Oh, my gosh. If we can do it in 10 minutes, I'll do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because you got to realize that he was in the middle of another contract with another movie. So he couldn't take that much time away from that movie. But he worked it out. And I thought that was really cool of Chris Evans to be willing to do that. No, that's super awesome. That's way cool. Coincidence? I think not. I think not. Okay, number three, Sean Levy turned down the role of director initially when he read the script in 2015. But Ryan Reynolds, using his charisma, ended up changing Sean's mind. What a charmer. Right? What a charmer. He I is. couldn't say no to Ryan Reynolds. I mean, you just watch him in like just friends and all that you know he's just a little, little charmer you know yeah ryan reynolds ryan reynolds is a homie he is he's a guy that i would love to hang out with all right we have two more facts here number four jody Comer's accent now my wife and i when we watched the movie she leaned over to me she's like which accent is hers because she did a i she did a great job with both the American and the British accent. So we just had to know. So I looked it up. And amazingly, her accent is technically neither. She huh. is from Liverpool. And she has a Scouse accent. She's a Scouser, a Scout accent, which is awesome. Go look it up. It's a cool accent. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. It is the toughest British accent to understand. So technically, it's a British accent, but it's not. It's not like the traditional British accent that we think of. Interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. She does a good job with the both the American and the British accent. Yeah, and she has a she lot did. of movies where she actually uses that accent. And she's a gangster. She sounds like she could be a mobster. Honestly accents are so hard for me it's so crazy my wife makes fun of me because i'm just i try to do accents to be funny and she's just like what was that accent and i'm like that was an australian accent <laughs> yeah tell. that's just because she's good at accents okay <laughs> give us a break <laughs> Real. <laughs> oh yeah funny. yeah i'm terrible at accents too I wish I was so I could entertain you guys some more some accents, but I haven't. I'll <laughs> practice for you guys. Me too. I'm going to practice. <laughs> All right. Now, there's a character named Dude in this movie. One of the best parts of the movie. You get this ripped out of your mind bodybuilding character with the face of Ryan Reynolds on it. <laughs> now, the there's an actual body to that body. And that is Aaron Reed, who's actually a bodybuilder and actor. So you have his body with Ryan Reynolds' face implastered on it. I didn't know that until a couple days ago when I looked it up. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. I thought it was just uh, made from the computers, like computer yeah. generated or whatever. Was that the, all your facts? Or do you got any more? Uh, I got more, but that's good for right now. 
All right. So uh, on to our top three countdown. When I have, when I say I have more, that means those are the top five. You're not going to get any more from me unless you ask me. But those are the best five I can get. I can come up with. If you're nice and you ask him nicely, I'm sure Todd will give you more facts. But that's all you're getting right now. And on to our top three. If you say please. You got to say please, though. You got to be yep. you got to be kind. All capital letters. Three exclamation points. Don't yep. have a good day. Have a great day. <laughs> have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, number three. I want, I'll start. I'll start because it kind of... Okay, go ahead. All right, I'll take... I'll start it up. Okay, so your your fact, your one of your first facts kind of goes into my number three. Your fact about how they pulled in um, the Hulk and the Captain America and the lightsaber. Okay, that was my favorite <laughs> Is that a part lightsaber? Was, <laughs> is that a lightsaber? And just uh, Ryan Reynolds, the way he, like, does it. It's just... He's like in the stance of a Jedi and he just <laughs> presses a button and it's like lightsaber. Oh, yes. <laughs> but my, my top three is guy and dude's epic fight. Oh yes. Yeah. So we didn't really go into dude at all yet. It kind of explain who dude is. So dude is, dude is created by Antoine. Antoine wants to make this just ultimate, NPC and they're not finished. So they're in the process of creating this guy named dude, um, but they weren't finished. So in the process of trying to get rid of guy from stopping outing Antoine, they send out guy and they're like, well, there, he's not ready. And they're like, just do it. Just put him out there. So guy was put out there and he has the face of Ryan Reynolds and the body of Aaron Reed. So he's just this ginormous bodybuilder-looking guy with um, Ryan Reynolds' face, but he has no quotes. So <laughs> during the whole time, he's like, catchphrase. And, and Antoine's it, like, catchphrase is actually a cool catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> catchphrase is actually a cool catchphrase. Or he says, there are three things I love. TBD, kick and A, third thing here. <laughs> third thing here. Harder laughter. <laughs> Harder laughter. <laughs> so I can bench press a sentence. <laughs> I can bench press a sentence. <laughs> so uh dude is this guy put out there to stop guy. So guy and dude go in this epic fight. You'll have to see what happens in the movie, but in the part of the fight there's a the Hulk the Hulk hand, the lightsaber, and the Captain America shield. And it's just, it's epic. It's fun. Oh, and you get some Fortnite stuff in there too. So you Fortnite fans, like my kid is a huge Fortnite fan. And when that unicorn stick, I don't even know what it is. I don't really play Fortnite. Boyd does, so he'll know what it I is. Do. But when that came out, my kid started laughing hysterically. I thought he was going to pee his pants. I'm not kidding. He couldn't <laughs> stop. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it had it was a pickaxe. It was a unicorn pickaxe for you Fortnite players. But yeah, that yeah, was yeah. that was a hilarious <laughs> part. What's your number three? Okay, let's go let's stick with yours real quick. All right. That yeah. fight may go down in the history of fights as one of the greatest villain versus good guy fights of all time. Like you, you think, think of so. 
You think of Darth Vader. You think of Luke Skywalker. You're going to think of guy versus dude. Like, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to be out there. You're going to look up Google, like, most epic fights in movie history. And number one's going to be, like, guy and dude and free guy. <laughs> oh, man. 30 years from now, mark my words. Greatest fight. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't wait. I'm going to look That's it the up death blow. <laughs> All right, my number three came in like a wrecking ball. Oh, oh shoot. Oh, shoot. Okay, <laughs> so the background of this, guy was not supposed to be that. So these game programmers went into the game to shut guy down. They thought that it was an actual player dressed in a skin of an NPC so they wanted to get him out of the game, saying, how are you cracking these codes? We don't understand how you're doing this. Tell us what you're doing. He's like, lose that skin, man. Lose that skin. And they keep asking him where his skin is and where they got his skin from. And Guy is so confused. He's like, guys, I want to comply. I just don't know what's going on here. And then there's a chase that begins. And it's an epic chase. You know, like the guy is running for his life out of control. These programmers are just unreal, like building stairs and catching up to him and guys trying to escape. Now, part of this chase, guys in the middle of running away, there's this crane out on this building and guy sees it and he starts running out on this crane in this high building and there's this rope at the end. And so all of a sudden you get into slow motion, you get this climatic effect, guy running for his life and then all of a sudden you hear the song, he came in like a wrecking ball. Boyd, let's, let's hear it. Sing it for me. It came in like a wrecking ball. Perfect. Yes. Hit the tones so nicely. Thank you. Now, Thank you so much. <laughs> he's running. Climatic effect. The song's going on. And then he reaches for this rope. And this rope actually isn't real. And so he reaches for it. And all of a sudden, the song goes off. And all you hear is guy saying, uh, nope. And he starts to <laughs> fall. And it goes from... He came in like a wrecking ball to just silent, and guy just starts to fall down. Free fall off a skyscraper <laughs> or a giant crane. Oh, man. That's one of the most climatic events in a movie. Yeah, that was a, so that funny. Was a hilarious part. I still laugh at that one, by the way. I can, I can see it 15 times, and I'll still laugh. Honestly, it's hilarious. All right, my number two, we, we kind of covered it in my number three. But my number two is uh, when unfinished dude was put into the game with his unfinished catchphrases. <laughs> we covered that on my number three. But yes, like we that, did. That was my number two. Uh, I ruined your number two by asking you who dude was. Oh, That's all right. I was able to explain <laughs> dude so they could understand the fight. But Oh, it, man. What, catchphrase. <laughs> catchphrase. And just the way he says it. It's so funny. Three so. things I love. Kicking A, TBD, third thing here. Third <laughs> thing here. <laughs> I can bench press a sentence. Yeah, honestly, uh, that's number number two. So, what's oh, your dude, number two? That's a solid number two. Oh, I love it. Okay. When Guy steals his first pair of glasses. So, Guy's this NPC, right? And then he all of a sudden changes his ways, sees Molotov Girl. And he starts changing. 
Then all of a sudden, he's like, I got to get some of those glasses. Those glasses, those heroes are special. So one time, he's a bank taught a bank. He stands up when this player is robbing a bank. He goes up to him. And the, you have to watch it. This, this part's actually really funny. And the player's like, what are you doing? And it's like this bad looking gangster guy that he's going up against with a gun. And you can see the actual player in real life. It's this little girl and her little sister. And the little sister's like, waste this guy. Waste him. He's just, a, he's just an NPC. Waste this guy. And it's like an eight-year-old girl telling this 10-year-old girl to, to waste him. And she's like, no, hold on here. And so she's like talking to him. And eventually, guy takes off the glasses and accidentally shoots the player in the stomach. <laughs> and uh, the player's lying down and guy just sits there. He's just like, uh, he's just resting. Just resting. No, no big deal. In the background, you hear his buddy yelling, "That guy's in pieces. He's dead." And guys like looks at him again. He's like, "Uh, he's so sleepy, so sleepy." And it looks over to the character and is like a massive hole in his stomach. (laughs) So sleepy. He's so sleepy. (laughs) Oh, dude, that part's hilarious. Um. Dude, it's funny you say that as your number two, because my number one happens right after that. So, you ready for my number one? Let's hear it. All right, my number one is when he, so he takes the glasses, and then he walks out of the bank where he works every day, and he's that's all <laughs> he's known, and he puts on the glasses, and he sees a different world that has been right in front of him his whole life. He just hasn't had the right tools to see it and he finally puts on the glasses and he sees all the stuff the gamers see so he sees yes that i don't know i love that part he's like oh my gosh a whole new world that's right oh. we got a we got aladdin here going on a whole new world yes yeah what okay what boyd said right there keep that in mind at the end because i want to i have a little thought at the end I want to bring up and it has a lot to do with what Boyd just talked about there very very important but I thought that was a really cool part very good part All right, well, I'm excited to hear what you have to say about that part oh man see I had I had two number ones that I had written down and I couldn't decide on them I couldn't decide because oh, my number dude. one could have been your number two I had dude he wasn't finished and brought into the game, but I'm glad I did because I'm going to just go along with that and say, well done on your number one, Boyd, because I'm going to do this one as my number one because it is right up there with it. Okay. When what is guy, it? When Guy and Millie are fighting to retrieve the software from a player's den or lair, oh. they run into a bunch of NPC security guards that just were there created to just take thieves out so nobody can go in there and just steal anything. And in the middle of this, like they're all fighting and then eventually Ryan Reynolds gets behind a car and he's just sitting there with the door opened looking out and he just, you see his face and it's like, what is he looking at? And it goes over to Millie Molotov girl. And she's over there destroying these guys, like doing work to them. And it's all in slow motion, kind of like it's, oh my goodness, she's just doing work to him. And it goes back to Guy 
And Ryan Reynolds' face during this whole entire <laughs> episode, part of the movie is just hilarious. His facial expressions, I was cracking up at. And the music to it, it just made me even laugh harder. And it's just drawn out. It's a drawn out scene of the movie where it lasts like, I feel like it's like three or four minutes of the same thing going back and forth. <laughs> that part was so epic. That's a good part. <laughs> That's a solid number one. Oh, man. All right. Well, that number one was solid. Let's uh, That leads us to dabs of ketchup. That's good ketchup score. What's we'll start with you this time. Um, what's your what? How many dabs of ketchup do you give this movie? You know what's funny about this is today I had a late lunch at around three thirty, and I actually had a hamburger. And you know what you put on hamburgers? Some dabs of ketchup. And so I was seriously thinking about how good this movie was when I was putting ketchup on my burger today. And I'm like, I would do this injustice if I didn't give it a five. Like, to me, this is a top-notch. Like, this is what all comedy movies need to live up to. Have to live up to this kind of a movie in order to get a five, in my mind. Facts. How about you, Boyd? All right. You're going to be disappointed in this answer. Because it isn't a five. I hate to break it to you. But you want to know what it is? What is it? It's a 4.9. What's the what's the point one that you took off, Boyd? Oh my god. You're being gosh. greedy here. Alright, so <laughs> So I I loved Buddy. I thought he did a great job. In my mind, what would have made it a five if that was Kevin Hart? <laughs> oh, you're absolutely right. That is what would have made it a five for oh, me. That's a good call. Buddy did a good job, but if you're thinking about him and Kevin Hart, oh, that could be a game changer. It really yeah, could. Could have been. Yeah, that could have been the difference of Rotten Tomatoes 80% up to like an 82%. You know? <laughs> that 1%, Boyd. They just, <laughs> people, producers, directors, they need to start calling us to see who the actors should be in these movies. And we'll give them that. You will yes. be completely honest. This yeah. is who needs to be in the role. Otherwise, and if don't it's make not, you're getting point one docked just for that. <laughs> yeah, actually, you can make the movie, but you're not going to get as good as rating. If you want the yeah. highest rating possible, listen to us. You listen to Good Ketchup. Yeah. Good Ketchup has the answers. Yeah. All right. This week, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to do morals of the movie because every movie has a moral. And we're going to do it in a way of Todd has his view what he thought the moral was and I have my view of what I thought the moral was just because there's always something different to be seen. So my moral Let's is hear this. When adversity and hardships come your way, do all you can in your power to do what you know is right and in the end you'll be happy with where you end up. I like that. I, that's really good. That's deep, Boyd. That's deep. Thank you. I didn't know you had that in you. Say that again one more time. All right. You ready? And for all you guys, record this. Put it on your TikTok. <laughs> put it on your Instagram. This is Boyd Hildreth. Okay. Quotations and then Boyd. Boyd said this first. When adversity and hardships come your way, do all you can in your power to do what you know is right. And in the end, you'll be happy with where you end up. 
That gives me the chills, Boyd. Well done. Thank you. I thought hard about this one. I love this movie. But I thought that's... When I thought about this movie, I thought about all the adversity and hardships for, from every point, from everybody's perspective. And the effort that they put in. Um, and then where they ended up, you know? Yeah, like, I like it because there's... Keys has that, fits with Keys, it fits with Millie. Especially Guy, because once he found out that he was a player, he could have went crazy. Like, he could have went, yeah. like... Went back to his normal ways, but no, he ended up fighting through it and did the right thing. And then at the end of the movie, you look at where everyone ended up, and I feel like everyone was happy with where they ended up. Yeah, and the cool thing about that is it's one person's choice, and it affected everybody around them. Yeah. How about that? that. That's deep. I love that. All right, what's your moral? So my moral is... When so what I got out of this movie is you might think life is mundane and boring, but honestly, put those glasses on and learn from a new perspective. Life is really amazing if you make it amazing. Doesn't matter if the person next to you initially doesn't believe you, eventually they will see that and follow your lead. Wow. That was good. Thanks. That's awesome. That does go with my number like the my top three countdown. On yeah, the third one. one. It's exactly it. He put those glasses on and his world changed. Now, in our lives, things are going to be bad. Like, honestly, bad things are going to happen. Houses are going to burn down. Family members are going to get sick. And you're not always going to be pessimistic. But you're going to be knocked down for a minute. Please get back up. Put on a smiling face and go out there. Because life is too short to be miserable. Put those glasses on. Live in the life of optimism and make the best of it. That's awesome. I like that a lot. See, it's so awesome how we can take a movie that's a video game movie. Like you got players, you got artificial intelligence, you got NPCs and all this stuff. But the movie in itself and what we took from it was so much more, you know? Honestly, movies are so powerful. They're awesome. It is. It's true. Like any movie you watch, you can take one good thing from it. One good thing. You might have to think of it with some movies, but you can take one good thing from one movie. And that's what I guess we're going to get out of this, this episode is if there's one good thing in your life, run with it. Run, run with, with it, it and make that your one good thing and build upon that. We are here to always look at the good. Our views aren't to critique and downplay movies and make them look at the bad to what, to why we shouldn't rate them, you know, a high score. But our, our idea of good ketchup is just to look for the good and bring that positivity everywhere we go. So we're excited to do that with everyone. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this, this episode of good ketchup. So reach out to us, comment. We're going to put this on Instagram. We're going to put it on Facebook. Please comment your favorite parts, what other movies you want us to do next. Let us know what you liked about this episode. Let us know what you liked about the movie, what your moral of the movie was, uh, your favorite quotes, because, oh my goodness, there are good quotes. I may not be real, but for a second there, I felt pretty alive. (laughs) 
Dude, there's so many quotes, so many one-liners. <laughs> he punches so hard, yet his hands are so soft. <laughs> it's like my tongue had a baby with a sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> it's like losing my virginity, but in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my man. real name continues to be Guy. <laughs> hard laughter. <laughs> All right, reach out, comment, let us know what you think of the episode. Love to hear from you guys. All right, this is good catch up. We're out. Hey.